Hi, I'm Renee Summer, our digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the Valley. From Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube and more. Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com. Welcome to the Raiders Press Pass, your credential to all things silver and black. Before I get going on the Patriots, I think it's uh, appropriate uh, to pass along condolences, thoughts, and prayers to Mike Leach's family. Um, those of us who've uh, coached for a while, uh, we've either been uh, impacted uh, by him or somebody that he worked with. Um, we've taken things from him, stolen schemes from him, um, enjoyed watching him do what he does. Um, and he's been obviously great to a lot of young coaches, um, you know, that, that I know personally. And uh, he's impacted a lot of us in some way, shape or form. So, um condolences thoughts and prayers to his family uh from his passing um the patriots um we're we're into it now um got a little introduction into him yesterday uh coming off the three-day uh break with the players um and now we're you know obviously getting ready for our first full practice today uh this is um it's a team obviously that uh they're they played well monday night uh they're they're playing well um and it's a team that you're going to have to do a good job in all three phases. Um, you know, they play really good complimentary football. Nobody scores more off of turnovers than they do. Um, they forced a lot of takeaways. Um, they play really stingy defense, hard to, they don't give up a lot of big plays, <clears throat> hard to drive the ball and, you know, make you convert three, four third downs in a drive, uh, which is always challenging against them. They always have something new uh, for you that you're going to have to adjust to. Um, you know, their offense got a lot of talented guys. Uh, obviously, I'm familiar with some of them. Some of them uh, I'm getting familiar with as we watch tape. Um, but, you know, they, they they can run it. They can throw it. Um, they got a lot of different guys that can do, do a lot of different things. And uh, this is obviously one of the best teams uh, that we're going to play, if not the best team in the kicking game. So um, the returners having a fabulous year. Um, they have a lot of really good cover players, Slater, Schooler. I mean, they – there's a bunch of them, and uh, they do a great job in a kicking game every week. And uh, so we'll have our hands full with you know all three phases. And guys, I think are excited to to get out there on the field and start working uh, today for them. <clears throat> you guys have three starters who could be eligible to come back from IR this week: Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and Devon Diablo. Do you feel good about their chances to maybe get out there and practice today? Devine, no, um, just based on the situation relative to you know the surgery and those kind of things. So no, you won't see him out there. Um, uh, today or this week, um, Hunter and Darren, uh, you'll see them out there. Uh, so we'll start the clock today. Um, again, whether or not that's going to turn into activating them to the 53 this week or not, we're going to have to see how the next few days go. I mean, uh, both of them are coming off of, you know, injuries. Um, you know, we haven't really seen them practice in a while in, in regards to how the, how those things are going to, you know, respond to those kind of things. So, um, you know, we're going to get them out there. We're going to kind of evaluate how it goes. And 
um, you know, hopeful, but obviously, you know, we're going to let, you know, their bodies will tell us a lot here as we go through the next three days. Josh, I know uh, playing through the finish line is, you know, the, the focus right now. Uh, but from a bigger picture uh, standpoint, whenever Hunter and, and Darren do get back out there, how important do you feel like it is for your process uh, moving forward that you do get an idea uh, and eyeball what this offense could look like uh, and be about when you have your full arsenal of talent? Yeah, I mean, look, obviously every coach would love to have every guy healthy. It's just not the nature of this game. And um, I think we've had a lot of guys step in and play uh, very well, um, you know, when they've had their opportunities. And that will continue to happen, obviously. We're going to need that. Um, but, you know, if you if you can get a good look at them, you know, however many weeks that might be, a couple weeks, two, three, four, whatever it is, um, you know, I think that, you know, it gives you a better idea of what you might be able to do or what you might uh, have been able to produce with the group together. But, um, you know, our focus is going to be on this week, as you mentioned, um, and trying to do whatever we can to prepare for the Patriots and, and put our best performance out there regardless of who is or isn't active on Sunday. <clears throat> Start watching the film on the Patriots getting ready for this week. How similar did things look? Um, you know, there's some things obviously I, I see that I'm very familiar with. Um, but like always, there's a lot of things that you see from them that, um, you know, they, they've created, they've come up with, um, they do different things each week against the opponent based on, you know, what they think gives them the best chance to win. Um, it's very challenging, you know, because, you know, what you see on tape is not necessarily what you're going to get, you know? So, um, I think being able to follow your rules and communicate and, uh, you know, whatever you see, you know, you're going to have to be able to handle it, you know. And so um, in many regards, we, we these weeks remind me of uh, training camp, you know, in terms of, hey, we don't know what, you know, the defense or the offense or the other side of the ball is going to do. And, you know, you, there's a challenge involved in that. And so we're going to study the players. We're going to try to know the strengths and weaknesses as best, best we can. Uh, certainly we'll know some of the tendencies, but – um, you know, there's some of what I see that I don't really, you know, I don't know, um, you know, on any side of the ball. Uh, and then there's some other things that obviously, obviously I've, I've had some experience with. Firstly on that, they, they know some of what you do, but not everything that you like to do. You have your own. Yep. So how much do you avoid like a chess match of like, well, I think I'm going to do this. So I'll do this. Like, how do you maybe avoid doing that? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot made of that sometimes, maybe a lot more than what really is, you know, useful, uh, quite honestly. Um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, they know what our cadence is. You know, I don't think that's going to – we're not going to change that. We, we know what their cadence is, and it is what it is. And, you know, you can you can change it here and there and make subtle adjustments if you want to to try to protect something. Um, I think you just got to be smart about that. Like once you start overdoing that, um, then the week becomes more about that and not about what happens after the ball snap. So our focus is going to be on trying to, you know, prepare as hard as we can so we can play well when the, when the ball snap. There's a lot of guys that you brought into the team from the Patriots, but there's a guy that was already on the roster when you got here, the thing about Jermaine Lumor that you were familiar with. Can you just talk about the progression you've seen from Jermaine throughout this season and also from the time that you were with him from New England now? Yeah, um, Jermaine's uh, – I, I do. I have some experience with Jermaine, and we go back a little ways, and um, I'm really you know proud of the way Jermaine's – you know, fought, you know, uh, you know, his career didn't necessarily start out the way he wanted it to. And, you know, bouncing between guard and tackle and change teams a couple times. And, 
Um, I think Jermaine, to credit to him, just stuck with it, you know, continues to try and improve as a football player and, um, you know, has carved out a good role for us here this year and uh, played very admirably. So, um, you know, uh, I have a, um, I have a, obviously I have a good feeling for Jermaine. You know, I've got a little bit of history with him and um, I'm excited to see him have some success with his career and uh, hopefully he can continue to do that. I know he wants to continue to get better works hard at it each week, each day in practice, and um, hoping he has a good week this week. He's got a big challenge. <clears throat> your, your third straight season, um, having a new starting quarterback in week one, um, obviously that's an adjustment on both sides. Uh, but how do you feel like Derek has handled you know, his, his – Say it one more time. I'm sorry. Uh, your, your third straight season as a play caller, you're supposed yeah. to you know, come in with a new quarterback, Cam Newton, back, and then yeah. Derek, um, that's an adjustment on both sides. But how do you feel like Derek is kind of – acclimated to your new system and performing. Yeah. I mean, Derek works really hard, you know, he, um, he's very smart. So <clears throat> in an, like I've said it before, unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, he's learned a handful of systems in his lifetime. And, um, you know, so I don't, honestly, I don't think Derek really made a big deal out of that because I think for him, it's, it's, Hey, I, you know, this is the process. I'm going to learn it. I'm going to learn how to try to, you know, master the things that are important to him. Um, put in a lot of time and effort in the spring, in the summer. And, uh, you know, he, he understands what we're trying to do, I think. And, and again, you, you can only be as far along as you are in the first year, but um, I have no, obviously no qualms with what he's attempted to do in terms of trying to learn it and understand it. And I think he's, you know, he's at a pretty fairly high level right now. You mentioned the challenge that Jermaine Illuminar is going to have this week with that Patriots defensive line. How, how big of a challenge is that going to be for your whole offensive line? And what's the health status of uh, Alex Bars? Yeah, um, Alex is, you know, he's working hard to try to get back as soon as he can. I don't know if this week or not he'll make it, um, but he's doing everything he can. I, I know that. Um, yeah, they're, uh, this is a really good group uh, from top to bottom. bottom. They have depth. Um, they're physical. They're big inside. Uh, they're long. Um, you know, they have a lot of guys that play on the edge, Judon, Uche, Jennings. I mean, you know, they, they move Bentley out there sometimes. Der, uh, Dietrich Wise is out there. So there's a lot of different bodies that they will throw at you in their alignments and their different defensive packages. Um, so it's a it's not only a challenge to, to handle their physicality, their length, their pass rush. They do a tremendous job in their pass rush games, executing the things that they're trying to do. Um, but it's also a challenge individually for our guys because you're getting ready. You have to get familiar, not with just one guy that's going to line up across from me, but it might be three or four different people, you know, based on the spacing that they choose to use with their fronts or the different packages that they're in. So, um, you know, kind of who's who, you know, who's across from me, what is his strengths and weaknesses? It might be different than somebody else's, you know, so there's a lot of, there's some inherent challenges in that, that, uh, that we're hard at work, obviously trying to identify what what the different you know matchups are going to be like and and what we need to protect ourselves against. But I'd say from top to bottom, this is probably as good as as good a group as we've seen. How would you describe the influence that Bill has had on you throughout your entirety of your coaching career, and also what what did you kind of get from him the second go round after Denver, after St. Yeah. Louis, when you went back? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, it's obvious I wouldn't I wouldn't be here or or even in the National Football League if it wasn't for Bill. Um, you know, Robert Jonathan gave me a great opportunity a long time ago. Um, he, he's he's been invaluable to me in a lot of ways. Um, you know, hard to measure uh, all of them. Um, you know, obviously football background, understanding how this league works. Um, you know, I got to see firsthand how how to try to do it the right way 
um, you know, his philosophy on, you know, everything off season, training camp, uh, in season, um, post season evaluations, draft, free agency. Um, you know, he, he was just, um, he, he gave a lot of his time to me and, uh, I was able to uh, hopefully pick up as much as I could. Um, still got a lot to learn, but, uh, you know, he was um, a great mentor for me, uh, not only in football, but also just in, in terms of, you know, when I got there, I was 23, 24 years old. So um, basically grew up there. So, um, you know, indebted to them, you know, forever for that. Um, and, and getting to go back there um, after, you know, I had my experience with Denver, um, I think that was really a important period of time for me um, because I knew what I – had done and what I had experienced. And I got to kind of take some time and really try to soak in. All right. I know I didn't do that very well. And now I'm watching him the second time around. And maybe the first time I didn't even know to look for it. And now I'm looking for different things, how he handles adversity, you know, what he's doing here in the off season, how he's handling the bye week, what's he doing, you know, in April, May, June, et cetera, um, that maybe I wasn't even clued in on that existed before I left. And so it gave me a great opportunity to kind of look at it through a different lens um, and really try to take some time to process those things while I was watching, you know, somebody that's obviously the best that's ever done it, you know, do it again. And so um, the time for me was, was important uh, for me personally. Uh, and obviously, uh, like I said, he's always given to me, you know, time, attention, information. Uh, he's been very open and honest with me about everything. And uh, I wouldn't be standing here if it wasn't for him. How hard or easy is it to compartmentalize? Say it over time. How hard or easy is it to compartmentalize? Then you're going up against, like you said, your mentor. Yeah. But at the same time, this is the lead. There's, you know, it's very intrinsic. Everybody knows everybody anyway. Yeah. You know, you you beat him once already in Denver. Yeah. Um, but again, to, to have it again, how strange is that? I, it, it's it, it, honestly, it's um, it's a unique opportunity. Um, and I I would say that you know. Look, I look forward to all these, you know, opportunities. Um, you know, they don't come around often. And, um, you know, I know he's going to get his football team ready to play. Uh, and on Sunday at 1, 105, 125, whatever time the ball kicks, I don't think he's going to care a whole lot about how much he mentored me or what he did and and uh, and vice versa. You know what I mean? And that, that that's not a bad thing. That's just I don't think he would expect anything less from me than to just compete and do everything we can to help our team win. And I know that's what he's going to do. So I look forward to the competition. Um, I know they do it the right way. Uh, eager to, you know, have our team go through our week of preparation here and get ready for a hell of a football game on Sunday. <clears throat> when you look at some of the mental errors that happen on Thursday, I think there's this sense sometimes where if there isn't some drastic consequences that it's being almost condoned. Um, mm -hmm. Where's the, you know, from a coach's perspective in terms of emphasizing it and talking about it and coaching it, um, you know, it, it, where there's only so much a coach can do uh, in talking and as far as any kind of consequences at all, what can you do to try to improve that? So it doesn't happen. I think, you know, you look, each one's different. Each, each situation you have to look at individually. Um, you know, <clears throat> I, you know, the, the reality is, is this is, we've said this a lot. This is an imperfect game. Um, now I haven't watched a game all year where somebody played perfect, you know, so uh, there's a lot of plays in every game. There's a lot of mistakes being made on both sides of the ball, not intentionally, um, you know, and I don't think anybody uh, on our team uh, has done anything intentionally to try to harm our opportunity to win. 
Um, so, you know, they do their best. Uh, we try to coach it the best we can. Um, we're absolutely trying to hold everybody accountable to a, a championship standard uh, in terms of the way we prepare, the way we play, and the way we coach. And so, um, you know, again, some of that comes from experience. Some of it comes from um, we've had to learn some hard lessons, but sometimes those lessons are the most valuable to you as you move forward. And so, you know, uh, they don't feel good now, but uh, hopefully as we move forward, you don't make them again. And, you know, if you can stop the repeat errors, then you're making some progress. And so, like I said, it doesn't feel good in the moment, but, you know, you hold everybody to the same standard and try to continue to improve them. <clears throat> you, guys, uh, you guys moved on from John Simpson the other day. Uh, was there What was there that he was not doing? Was there maybe something in his preparation that you guys didn't? No, it's just those are tough. Um, you know, Dave and I spent a lot of time talking. We spent a lot of time talking about the roster in general. And, um, you know, John did some really good things here and uh, just felt like, you know, we're going to give some other guys some upper opportunities now and see if they can, you know, what they can do with them, um, you know, that they've earned. That's 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 it. <clears throat> Uh, you guys put Jayon Brown on IR the other day. Yeah. Devon probably not be able to come back this week. Uh, getting a little thin at linebacker. How do you feel about that, that group? Any snaps left in you, Tashawn? <laughs> Uh, um, no, you're right. Um, you know, we, we, we added a couple guys now in the practice squad. So in terms of overall bodies, we're, you know, we still have six here. Um, and, and like we've done all year, we'll bring them up, you know, if that's the right thing to do relative to the game and playing the game. Um, but, you know, um, you know, Curtis, Luke and, and Darian have been, you know, active a lot here. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll just make sure that we, you know, get them prepared and ready to go and, uh, Luke's played a lot of defense so far this year, and that, that won't change. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll get Darian and Curtis ready to go if need be. And, and like I said, the other guys that we just added, they're going to be, you know, trying to catch up as fast as they can, too, to help us either in a kicking game or on defense. So um, it's not a challenge that is unique to us. Um, as you you know, the New England's dealing with a bunch of different injury deals. And, you know, th you know, we all have to – your depth becomes really important, I would say, in November and December you know, every year. That's why it's important to try to look at the roster on the whole as 69 guys, not 53, you know, because at the end of the day, we're going to need a bunch more than 53, you know, to complete the season. All right, thank you. Good to go. Coach, I want to ask you, did you ever have a chance to talk to Coach Leach, like have a real conversation? I never did. Um, I never did. I mean, I – yeah, he's he talked life, and uh, you know I'm a good friend. Uh, Lincoln Riley's a good friend of mine. Obviously, he he uh, was a significant influence in Lincoln's life, and a number of other guys that I've actually crossed Pat Cliff Kingsbury. You know what I mean? So, um, you know everybody that I know that has known him or spent quality time with with Coach Leach. I mean, have said the same thing. He's a great human being. Um, everybody knows him as a great coach and he's kind of a, you know, it was a great soundbite obviously, uh, but you know, uh, a better person and, uh, he'll be missed for sure. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, one of the things you guys have talked about is, you know, moving on, like the game's over, you move on to the next one. Yes. It's so hard to do, but there was something different about the locker room. You know, like, I mean, it was, yeah. a, it was a, you know, really down and it should be, I mean, yeah. that. how is it more difficult after something like that to move on? Yeah, I think um, I think uh, you know having a Thursday game, um, having those extra days was good for the team. Um, you know, I think after the little win streak that we went on, the expectations are so high. You know, we we see, you know, how hard it is to do it right all the time, and um, you know our expectation was, man, now okay, we you know we're not that you want to say you have, you have it figured out, but you're like, man, we're getting the system down, we're getting things down, and 
you know, knowing that it's pro football and those sometimes that's going to happen and you're going to, you know, be flat one time and it's not going to be what it should have been. And um, I think that because of the expectation, because of the success we had prior to that, that you felt that, you know, I was pissed off a little bit, you know, um, and rightfully so, you know, you honestly, I, I was much more pleased with that reaction than I was with a different reaction earlier in the season. So um, to see that means people care. I think so. It might've been that one. Derek, without his season has gone, there's been a lot of speculation about you know, your future as an individual. I mean, it's not something yeah. that's necessarily new to you, if not last few years no. gone. But yeah. um, when you're in the season and in the moment, do you pay attention to or kind of think about you know, what could be next you know, for myself, just, just kind of being human? To be honest, like during the season, I don't, you know, I, I, I tried, I've always tried my best to, you know, as I've gotten older in my career, just eliminate all of those things. You know, I, you know, Gru would always tell me, he said, all of those things are going to happen when you play quarterback in the NFL. You know, whenever you have a bad, you know, uh, stretch of games or, uh, you know, losing stretch of games or anything like that, that stuff's going to happen. And so for me, I don't, you know, it's been, I should have been traded for eight years now, you know, so, I'm, <laughs> you know, it's just, it is what it is. And, and, and we have passionate fans and we have passionate people that they just want to see us win. And so when we don't, you know, obviously they get mad and they think, well, then we got to fix something and stuff like that. And, and you can understand that as fans, um, but this is the most complex game in the world. And so. Sometimes you just got to understand, like, like our opinions really don't matter. You know, like it, there's facts that you're trying to learn from coach and we're trying to do the systems right. And you just try your best as an athlete just to keep your eye on what you're supposed to do and what you can control. And so that's how I've always been. And so as I've gotten older, it's been, I would say, definitely easier because once you've heard it once, I've heard it a million times, you know. And so uh, I was supposed to be gone, like I said, eight years ago, and I'm still here. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I hope my hope is that they get to play, um, you know, uh, whenever they're allowed to, whenever they get more reps and get their reps in practice, you know, that's up to coach and that's up to Cortez and everybody like for me, I, I would love to be able to see what what it could be like and if we can just start getting better and see what see what that looks like see what you know what it looks like when everyone's there and what we planned on it looking like um you know that would be nice but cnfl and that doesn't always work out that way there, there are you know people put out the scenarios of this 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 and this happens and you guys do what you do like there's a lot to kind of process on that but is that glimmer of it's not out it's not over it's not over is that like still does that still drive you guys is that still something you look at it and say hey look there's still a possibility yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, as as competitors, there's absolutely still a possibility. I mean, we had a whatever five percent chance last year, you know, whatever it was, and um, so crazier things have happened, you know. But none of that even matters unless we take care of today and win this week. And so, and you know, playing against you know the Patriots, Bill Belichick, and you know their staff and all you know all the players that they have, like that's not an easy task, you know. So for us, we if we want all those things, we can hope for it and all that. But you know, we have to be able to put in the work this week to make sure that happens. You said in the past a lot how much you enjoyed watching uh, the, the Patriots offense when Josh was there and you took things yeah. away from it. You had almost a full year with him now. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering now at this point, wh where has he kind of lived up to the expectations that, that you thought and, and where has it been uh, just totally different working with him for a year? Yeah, I mean, different. it's a different system than I've ever been in, um, you know, that for sure. Uh, but, but, you, but once you're in it, you see why they've been so successful and you see – you know, I think the, the most impressive thing that I've seen is with all the injuries, you know, to the skill guys and, you know, all of those things, you know, the plan that he had in place 
watching him maneuver that plan and try and you know score points and win games you know without what he thought was going to be there for you know six months prior to that you know and so watching him be able to do that again you know no one really cares unless you win you know but watching what he's been able to do you know with that and you know how tough it's been on him um you know to try and figure those things out um you see why you know they won so much when they were there one of the things throughout the season is your offense can get down the field very well however the red zone has been kind of one of the Achilles heels of the offense mm -hmm. you know what are some things that you guys feel like you can do to get better in the red zone how much does their turn to the darren word 100 help in that regard yeah, absolutely. I mean, for sure, those things would help if they were out there, um, which you hope that they could be. Uh, but it just really comes down to us as players doing things better. You know, um, you know, we we broke down all the plays um, in the red zone and it's clear, like, you know, if we do this, if you do this, if you do this and Josh, he's always told it like it is. And and you can't leave that meeting and be like, man, it's not that, you know, it's like it's it's obvious, you know, so. When we sit there as leaders and we see it, you know, you try your best to push those guys that, you know, or yourself, whoever coach is talking to, to, you know, we have to do those things right if we want to be better these last four games. With the Pats defense, you know, what did you notice kind of from the defensive front specifically, kind of different things they do up there? Oh, man, they're very powerful inside. They do a great job, you know, setting the edge on defense, you know, trying to, you know, take away those edge runs and those kind of things. They're really good at that. Um, you know, they you know do a good job, you know, in the two gap world, taking on double teams. Um, like I said, powerful guys on the on the inside with quick, twitchy, strong guys on the outside that can set an edge, can get to the quarterback, can jump inside, can go outside, can go through you. Um, you know, very versatile linebacker, um, you know, in that sense. They can drop, they can rush, they can, you know, cover, they can do a lot of things. And so uh, very multiple. And, uh, you know, when, you know, whenever you have good players like they have um, with arguably the best coach, you know, to ever do it, um, scheming them up and putting them in positions to do things, it's it's a tough task. You, were, you mentioned the different reactions from, you know, after a previous game, after last game, you know, it was different in the locker room, but you guys responded last time. Yep. I mean, how you came out of it really well, do you think? Yep. Similarly, this same kind of thing from whatever that was in the locker room last week did kind of boost you guys forward now. I, I do. You know, it's because um, the urgency, you know, to, you know, to win, the urgency to want to do it right, the urgency to do the right things. Um, there was no other thought process than than just doing football better. And and I think that we've narrowed that focus on what it should be. And so, yeah, uh, two different responses, but it's on that same track that we want it to be on for sure. Well, the the spirits are definitely more up than they were after the game. That's for sure. But um, I man, I don't know. I think um, based off the look of it, definitely a, a good response. But um, the only response that really matters on Sunday. So let's make sure everybody got the right energy, and you know. It's already starting to slip from my memory, so I can let that go a little bit and then just move on. But better we can move on and, and uh, you know, jump back into it, the, the better off we'll be. And this week, I mean, you guys got Darren and Hunter back out there practicing for the first time in a long time. Getting the dog tour, you know, what you guys can do as an offense with the skill position group coming together for the first time since week two. Well, we've been putting the thoughts together for months and months now, so it's about just making it, you know, real action. And, um, you know, doing something about it once we get out there and, and going to make plays. We definitely scheme up. The, you know, we got a good plan in so far. And I think those guys have put in the, you know, the proper steps to make sure that they're they're back and ready to go now. So it's just about the execution. 
is there a right way to handle a loss? Is there, like, have you learned through your career, like, how do you want to see from your team or how you're supposed to handle it? Yeah, I mean, you want to you want to see guys affected to a certain degree. You don't want to see them affected to where it affects their performance the next week, you know, but um, it, it means that it means something to the guy if, if it's, you know, it's shaken up a little bit by it. So you always want to see that it that it matters, but not too much to the point where it throws you off the, the next week. Derek said it was, I mean, obviously the locker room was very different uh, Thursday than it has been at other times. Derek said he liked what he saw in terms of kind of dealing with it emotionally. Um, but last time against Indianapolis, it was different. And he said the response was really good. So, I mean, can the response be really good off of this just like it was off of that one? You almost confused me. Sorry. But I, I confused uh, myself. I, I confused myself in the middle of that. Yeah. It, um, I think – you can you can have a different immediate response to, to things and still respond the right way. So I hope that I answered that the the proper way. Yes. Um, so you know you can you can be pissed off one time or not as pissed off and still come back and and you know come to work and, and do what you got to do the next week. So it don't really matter how you know different different personalities are going to react different in the moment. But I think collectively as a unit we got to all be on the same page as far as getting our minds right to come come correct. What can you glean, if anything, from the the joint practices you had with the Patriots way back in August. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can take from it just based off of, you know, the one-on-ones you had. Um, I don't think that they were scheming necessarily to try to stop a certain player or anything at that point. They were just kind of running their calls that they usually run in practice. And so, you know, this, this it's going to be different now because obviously they're going to take the, the proper steps. It's not going to be as many one-on-ones, I'm sure, as I had, um, you know, in August. So, um, we have to make some adjustments, but for the most part, there there is a lot of good things you can take from that um, on the personnel and uh, different techniques from different guys. Any challenges facing the Patriots, a team that always tries to take away the best offensive we- weapon of one of their team, and you've only faced them twice, one of them in your rookie season? Mm-hmm. It's um, well, I mean, it's it's really uh, just like any other game in the sense that you gotta you like you have an idea of what they're gonna do, and then you gotta adjust to what they're actually doing in the game, you know. If it was as simple as just looking at the card and percentages and stuff, we wouldn't need a. We could just have that sent to us and and just go strictly off numbers. But at the end of the day, you got to look at what's what's the the pre snap picture and then the post snap picture and then go out and play and make plays. So um, it's not really going to be that much different. You can only do so many things. So we just got to be ready for you know whatever we've seen on tape and then react to whatever they do. And the Bulldogs, you got another Bulldog in there with Natani. Yeah. How does it feel having more Fresno State? It's good, more. It's good, man. It's uh, the, the more the merrier. So we'll see if we can get a couple more. Thanks for listening to the Raiders Press Pass. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com. The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app True Connect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of True Connect exclusively for Raider Nation.